You know what this song is, man? You know what, you know what I think one of the most valuable lessons you learned in the military, man? No, what's that? Because, like, you go, to ba- you go to basic training, dude. That's, like, the scary. The like, only thing scarier than basic training is prison, right? It, it's prison without the butt-fucking, pretty I, much, right? I can only take your word for both, actually, hopefully for You've never been to prison, but... my time, yeah. I imagine I'd be more scared about prison than basic training, <laughs> right? But anyways, you, you get the basic training from day one, dude. Ugh. Did I ever tell you about the, the leave from reception to, act, to, like, actual training? I'm not too sure. So like you show up to show up to basic training. You're not actually a soldier. You're actually just nothing. Yes, you, you got one week where you're in this like transition phase, right? All right. And these people that are, you know, these these sold these soldiers you're dealing with and everything, they're really nice. It doesn't seem that bad. You know what I mean? They're taking you around. You get all your uniforms. You eat good meals. You fucking get all your shots and immunizations and everything. You know. All and right. Then, uh, and then once you all. Get everything you got, and you're you're you clear. You're cleared everything. You're ready to go. Now you're ready to actually start basic training. Nice. That's actually that's called week zero because it doesn't even count. Whoa! It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like so you're not you're even alive, week, dude. Now you start week one, right? I'm at four, I'm at Fort Jackson, right? So it's like four in the morning. They wake you up. You got all your bags packed. You're outside the barracks. You're all lined up in rows with your shit, right? All right. The sun is just barely rising. You know that like glow over the mountain top, like over the hill. Beautiful. And slowly, you just see the hats. You know the drill sergeant hat. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about with that long, that wide brim. Iconic. You know, you know? iconic. Dude, they just start coming up over that hill. It's just a whole line of them, right? Yeah. And you're just, fuck, you're sitting there at attention. You're fucking. Shake it, they come down that hill, and uh, dude, they just the, the minute they get close to you, they all just take off, they sprint, they just start yelling, uh-huh. running up and down uh-huh. these roads. Go here, you on this bus, you on this bus, you, th-, you know what I mean? And it's like that moment, dude, your heart just you don't have time to think, you're so fucking overwhelmed, you know what I mean? You're doing everything they tell, it's 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 unbelievable. The whole point is with that, like, bad, bad Leroy Brown and everything is. Even that day, I can't forget that kid, Thomas, who just didn't give a fuck. (laughs) Wow. You had, I'm talking like college athletes. You had grown men with kids. You had 19 year olds like me. I mean, all, everybody was just, nobody could like, everybody was scared of these drill sergeants and everything. Right. Yeah. But then you just had the one guy that didn't give a fuck. And you know what? He was fucking huge. Right? Absolutely. And you couldn't fuck with him. Brick and house. Then e- and then even like throughout the all basic training, like the drill sergeants even didn't fuck with him. He kind of just got away with shit that you couldn't believe somebody would get away with. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because he was just so big and nobody wanted to fuck with him. Right? But then we got to like uh, when we got to blue phase, which is like the last phase. All right. The the brigade next to us got the new recruits. Nice. Right. Yeah. And so they were fresh meat, and we were now like the upper class guys, right? Oh so they yeah. Do this. So what do they do? Combatives. 
your guys against our guys. Oh. Right? Yeah. And this dude who had just nobody could fuck with, nobody could fuck with, man. They had a guy that was bigger. <laughs> oh, They had yeah. a guy that was bigger, was stronger, and just beat the shit out of him, mopped the floor with him, you know? Hey, now. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it was a great lesson in that, like, one, there's always somebody, but there's always a bigger fish, right? For sure. And two, know your fucking place in the feeding, <laughs> in, the, in the line, right? Oh, yeah. Even the drill sergeants didn't fuck with him, right? Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, you see these videos on YouTube or on, like, uh, Twitter and everything with, like, these, like, like especially, I, I mean, I do feel bad when the women get, you know, knocked out. But you'll see it all the time where, like, a woman will just start slapping some giant dude. For sure. And then he takes one swing and knocks her out cold, right? Yeah. And that's what I mean. It's like, those people, you need, you need to learn your place, right? Well, I am reminded of a scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where Indiana Jones is escaping from uh, after he gets out of that pit of snakes and he's trying to uh, get past or to that plane and you know that plane scene and then this dude emerges who's like you know seven feet tall and he's just this enormous monster of a man and Indy has to like fist fight him it's an incredible scene (laughs) and then he (laughs) <laughs> and the I'm guy, thinking of the Nazi one where the, he gets hit by the propeller. Yeah, yeah, that's the. Oh, guy. that is it. Yeah, yeah, he's a huge dude compared to Indy. You're like yeah, absolutely right. massive. The, the, the German. Yeah, he's just a huge guy, and you know, every army has that enormous <laughs> guy. Oh no, there's a ton of them. There's one in every unit. It's that's amazing. The, like, that's what you I. Know? You know, I love how it's even in the movies. You you even have you know. It's the muscle, the big dude. And he's always, and the hero always has to face off with him, and he always kills him in a very unconventional way. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, you can't take him straight up. No, it's impossible. No matter how many times you jab him, right? He, like, stops your fist and laughs, like, at you, you know, and then throws you like a, like a doll. It's we had a guy, uh, when I finally got to my unit, you know, we would do the uh, combatives. So, like, they'd make two circles. Okay. An inner circle and an outer circle. All right. And all it was was the person you're facing, you got two minutes, roll. Oh, you know? Yeah. And then they wrote and then you rotate. And it doesn't matter, man, woman, doesn't matter size, right? And we had one guy that was six four and uh that was what he would always laugh because everybody always thought they had it, you know, you even me, dude. I'd always be like, Oh, maybe this time. I think I can get him this time. You know? And he would always laugh and be like, This isn't the movies. Because <laughs> he would throw you around like you were nothing. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, nope, there yeah. were times where I'd be like, oh, my God, I think I got the arm bar. You know, or I, got, I got something, right? Nope. And then you realize he's just letting you do it because then he laughs and then just pulls you off like you're a fucking little kid. <laughs> you know, you know? <laughs> like, you ever see a cat with a mouse? They don't, yeah. they don't kill it right, a, right away. You know, they let it run around, you know? Bring it back with the tail, dangle it for a little while. You know, you let it, you play with it, then you kill. Yeah, the it. mouse has no chance, man. No, you were the mouse. And if you're a five seven dude against a guy that's six four, three hundred pounds, and he's better trained than you, yeah, like what do you? <laughs> that's mouse yeah, v cat. You got a gun. You ain't winning. You know. <laughs> or you know what I hear is the best self defense these days, Mike? A hammer. I don't know if you've uh, heard 
Frank, I didn't become a prostitute. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do I look like here? I know we talked ad nauseum of the about this in the previous episode, but uh, did you catch? Frank, are you are you, are you are you turning back on your story? No, are you? Oh, I'm digging in deep. I'm going this further. This guy was a fucking prostitute. I am. I'm gonna say something though. I'm gonna retract a statement, or better yet, I'm going to uh, say I I lied. I said in uh, the other episode that I never play Tucker Carlson clips. <laughs> <laughs> you were wrong about the third man. I told you that was bullshit. No, there's still I do. There's they admitted a, it was bullshit. There was a third man in there. I have a. I'm gonna <coughs> find that clip. I have it somewhere. There was a third man there. I'm telling you right now. It was on MSNBC. They reported it. Do you want to know what two questions I have for everybody and it throws them off? <laughs> always start laughing and it really throws them off. <laughs> I always say, for, I just got one. I got two questions. One question about the man and then one question about the scenario. Okay, question. First question, it's a question about that man, right? This man broke into the Speaker of the House's house. Yeah, that's right. Tried to take, tried to kidnap or hold their house. Right. He, yeah, with uh, the oh. the zip ties. What? No, he's got the I don't, zip ties. I don't, I don't care about any of the details or sure, any of that. Okay, All yeah, I want to no, know no is right. what is his criminal background? For sure. And everybody says, "Wow, well, they never." I, you know, they never talked about it. I don't know. I don't think he has one. I don't know. Oh, okay. Question number two: If you're worth 120 million dollars, you really think somebody could just walk up to your house and break in? With nobody knowing? No security? No nothing? You live in Arlington Heights and you got better security than Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> right? Yeah. Shit, you got a ring doorbell is apparently better than what they got. Man. Right? That makes sense? It, only, it, 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 it's, yeah. it's the two things that you cannot, that does, there's no way that guy got into that house without Paul Pelosi letting him in. <laughs> And the reason they don't want to release his fucking criminal record, or they don't want to talk about it, is because he has zero charges of assault, but he does have charges for being a male prostitute. Probably drug possession, I imagine. Drug dealing, or yeah. Or dealing. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we shot it around on, what was it, Sunday, and it was still fresh, I feel like. Um, and I typically... Not really, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't do too much Tucker, but I saw this Tucker floating around. It's a quick one, and I just really... I like, actually, how he kind of puts this all together nice and tight. It's, uh... <laughs> it's, it's just exactly what this guy is. This dude, DePape? 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 I've heard Nobody a million... Nobody knows how to say his I've fucking name. I've heard a million versions of this guy. That's why I think this guy, like, doesn't even exist. This might no. even be, like... This may not even happen, dude. And how do we know this wasn't the top of the mind? Oh, oh Mike. This is what they were calling for. That's why they kept saying it. Wow. Yeah, it finally happened. Top of mind, Mike. He hit him you know, on the top fuck, of a head you know, with a hammer, hit, dude. These... He hit him on the top of a head on the head with a hammer. <laughs> top of mind. Hammer top on head, mind. dude. Top, top of, of mind, mind man. Oh, See, the problem with these Berkeley faggots is they do too many drugs. <laughs> now we got to say it nine times before they actually activate. <laughs> oh, dude, we could write like a horror movie based on this. Just call it Top of Mind. <laughs> and the sequel, Catch Up on the Wall. That's a good- <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Catch Up. <laughs> Fuck, I got to go kill somebody. <laughs> we, may, 
might have just triggered a tsunami of a uh, tsunami of murders. Okay, so uh, here's Tucker. For some reason, this beer doesn't taste as good as blood. All of a sudden, Tucker's gonna give us the lowdown on exactly who DePappy is. Dave, David DePappy. Everyone loves this guy. Sounds like an extreme. Today, Fox's Bill Malugin learned that DePappy, who was originally from Canada, has long overstayed his visa, so he is currently in this country illegally. <laughs> so to restate the perpetrator in this violent crime against Paul Pelosi is a mentally it's ill, the one we're worried about, illegal alien nudist who takes hallucinogens and lives wait, in wait, a hip- You gotta catch... He, he gets it so perfect here. This is incredible. Right here, here we go. In this violent crime against Paul Pelosi is a mentally ill, drug-addicted, illegal alien nudist who takes hallucinogens and lives in a hippie school bus in Berkeley with a BLM banner and a pride flag out front. So take those uncontested facts and let them rattle around your brain for a moment until a recognizable pattern emerges. What does this sound like to you? If you guessed, this is obviously a textbook case of homegrown right-wing extremism, well then obviously you've been watching a lot of cable news today. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I give it up for Tucker. That was good. That was good. That was really good. I really like that. I fuck that. He just nails it. And that's for Mike. Play that for the folks. That's for everybody out there. I had that argument with mom today. I was like, mom, really? How many MAGA extremists do you think are in Berkeley, California? In a nudist colony. And I'm being nice by saying he's a homeless prostitute drug addict. He lives in a fucking uh, commune. I don't know what he is, but he's not a MAGA guy. All right? <laughs> don't even try. Uh, they really try to rope in conspiracy theorists and do all his stuff. And uh, we played the clip the other day how they, they threw in, like, COVID denier, election denier. Election they denier, in, yeah. The, the, you know, they tried to really rope this dude into all columns all at once. And it's kind <laughs> Did of you like, see my response to Nina Turner? Oh, no, I didn't. <clears throat> she was talking about this guy and how he believed in election denial and everything, and I just wrote back. I was like, I, you're missing the, the craziest The craziest part is that even this mentally ill guy realizes the election was rigged. <laughs> like, you know? It's so obvious even, even this guy can see it. From his van in Berkeley. Wow, Nina Turner is still braving the world out there in Twitter. She didn't go to travel. She came back with Rob. Oh, you know, Rob took that forty-eight hour hiatus. Rob's back. No Rob way. Ryder. Yeah. Did you see his tweet when he came back? Not his comeback. T- he had a comeback. Oh, tweet. Dude, the, the comeback tweet. But Frank, he didn't come back for he didn't come back for Rob. Frank, he came back for you. <laughs> Shut up. Get out of here. So that he could continue the fight. <laughs> It had nothing to do with stroking his eagle while he strokes his own dick. <laughs> Between a French loaf and a fucking slab of salami. It's <laughs> so disgusting. I've never seen somebody look more like they smell like salami than Rob Reiner. Le- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that guy, I guarantee you, smells like salami. <laughs> You don't like those real greasy, like, fat guys? <laughs> yeah. Just pouring out of him. Have Vulpy. <laughs> Mike, you sent me this. This is after the Pelosi attack. Uh, it was Rob Reiner on Twitter. 
<laughs> Rap Rider on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> he goes, Donald Trump has been spreading the big lie for two years. The violent assault on Paul <laughs> Pelosi. And he's and- been spreading the big mayonnaise for his whole life. So. <laughs> On every big loaf he could find. The fucking fat, disgusting cow. <laughs> and the attempt to, to murder Speaker Pelosi <laughs> is dr- directly related to that lie. This is the kicker right here, folks. Donald Trump is 100% responsible for this. And Jan 6th. <laughs> he just tosses... <laughs> Tosses chance. Isn't that great? Isn't that fucking great? The engines. <laughs> like right at the other. He must be indicted and never be allowed to hold office. Oh, Let's Rob. impeach him two more times. <laughs> oh, God, Rob. Rob. <laughs> Rob, you're making a comeback as a fat old man. Your original start was a fat young man. Why don't you try something new, buddy? <laughs> Right? Oh, His man. claim of fame was the fat kid in Stand By Me. Isn't that what it is? Um, yeah, I mean, he's a famous director. He's, he's, he's made some good flicks. Frankie played one fat kid, and he's been a <laughs> fucking fat, slobbering fool ever since, right? The next highlight of his career was when South Park made fun of him. You know? <laughs> now he sits on Twitter. Oh, dude. He's so angry on Twitter. It's incredible. He's probably got. He's probably just got nothing going on, sitting there just tweeting. He, you know what's funny? Uh, we were we were watching uh, late night and Seth Meyers. If anyone hasn't seen Seth Meyers, he he like Whoa. his his face is orange and he looks his, fake. His hair is just crazy doo-wopped in these wild directions and he's making, and it looks like it came from a doll he's making jokes about trump and he kind of looks a little bit like trump actually in a weird way with the orange and the hair it's like kind of it's pretty wacky like and, a cheaper trump you know? uh, yeah these guys are all like becoming what they like loathe <laughs> it's really weird <laughs> rap rider well, good luck to him. Uh, I'm sure he'll and find to, plenty uh, to get over. I'm glad he's back on Twitter. It's nice to have people like that that are angry all the time. They're, you know, outraged people are funny. Hey, he's saving America, Frank. <clears throat> he's saving America and the world, so it's good to have him around. Here's what's great about now is outraged people are funny now because they don't have control over the information. When they had control, we had to lock down and put masks on our kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they I, I, they're like confused now they don't seem to understand why we're all so elated that they no longer have control over you know certain forms of dialogue like sure you could you could keep playing with meta good luck with that that's fine you guys can c- control all the language over there yeah well here, here's an argument that nobody seems to answer for me right with climate change because rob's really big on climate change right oh yeah that's why we got to vote democrat this election you're going to ruin the world. You got to save the planet. Right? You have to save the planet. So you have to vote in Democrats, right? <laughs> That's right. So, so you mean to tell me, right? The world is going to end for sure, right? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. But the Democrats know how to save it, right? Sure. 
But they were in power for two years and did nothing about it. Oh, yeah. Well, so now I should vote for you now so that you will do something about it if you win again. That's right. Would you run? You didn't run out of. You didn't. Okay, so you had enough time to do the infrastructure bill that nobody wanted and the Build Back Better bill that nobody wanted. And you had enough time to pass $1,400 checks for no reason to everybody. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But you didn't. You didn't have time for the climate. I thought the world was going to end. Isn't that more important than anything? I mean, if I survive COVID, but the world ends, who cares? Well, Mike, the most important thing is I needed a new towel. Emma went and got me a towel, and it uh, <laughs> sheds these white little fuzzies oh, everywhere. Yeah, those fuzzy things. All yeah. over me, and I like can't figure out what's going on here. <laughs> and I take a look at the tag this morning, and it says 100% green on there. Oh, so it's just... Decomposing in your hand as you're using it. Yeah, you see what's going on. We're saving the planet by pissing me off in the morning. I'll tell you what, Target, save the towel. I'm just going to roll around in dirt outside. Is that all right? (laughs) After I get out of the show, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's great stuff, man. 100% recycled. Unbelievable. Good good times ahead for us. Yeah, they they uh, screwed up. They didn't save anything, and it's such a baloney. Don't you uh, think though? Okay, if you were very on. serious about climate change, if you if everything you say is true, then that would have been the first thing Joe Biden did. It would have been the first bill, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, get the fuck out of here! Like, oh, you we did the Build Back Better or whatever that one thing was. It's like, dude, the in- Inflation Reduction Act. I didn't do anything, <laughs> dude. They, uh, they've really failed on uh, every level. Man, they don't have anyone there to competently get anything done, and I don't know. Again, I'm kind of back in the uh, train of, I think they're just purposely destroying everything. <laughs> really does feel like that. All, you know, <laughs> day by day, I feel like you put the idiots in charge to crash the ship. This, this might be on purpose. Uh, good call. Let me ask you something. Do you think this Dupepe was a distraction or a horrible accident for the Democrats? We, <clears throat> we've gone back and forth on this, and uh, <laughs> this Dupepe character, I think, was, a, was just a, um, I think it was the October surprise. Like they did it on purpose as a distraction? I think this was staged, and... I believe as oh staged, yeah. To claim it was a right wing extremist, it was, and as with all things that they've done in the last two years, Mike, what has been this? What has been the uh, continuous thread throughout all these bizarre moments in the last two years of the Joe Biden regime? Uh, all of this stuff is bullshit. There's all this these bullshit events, and they try to like the the U-Haul guys. Oh, and yeah. uh, there's all these like events that they try to like make. Oh, gotta happen. give it to them. They pulled this off. No khakis were involved. I'm <laughs> impressed. I'm impressed. 
I think you guys are up was, in your game. They got a stooge. They fucked him up. They brought him over. I think they staged the glass breaking. The cops were there. Do you know what I'm saying? I think the whole thing was staged. Yeah. I don't think Paul Pelosi's injured. But I'm a conspiracy guy. Uh, what do you that think? Just doesn't Mike? make sense. <laughs> I like gay lover. I think gay lover. Yeah, I think he called over a prostitute to have sex and get drugs. You know, and I, I, if I were to guess anything, it's the gay lover, and I still believe it. We believe we thought that first. I've gone down the conspiracy thing where they're they're desperate for something. Look, I mean, look, man, the Jans. (laughs) You don't need to go any further than Rob Reiner. We have an attack on Pelosi. Oh, it's Trump, Jan 6, you know, know. MAGA extremists. So like, hard, it's dude. just, I'm going to cram it all in there in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> just like a chicken wing in my mouth. You know, I'm just going to, and I, I just like, I, I, I don't know. I'm seeing this common theme here. And this one, the longer it drags, I'm like, ooh, I don't know if this really happened. Let's see the let's see the video footage. According to your story, and now they've retracted the underwear, but according to the original story, the cops were there and witnessed this hammer duel that took place. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Show us the footage of the underwear hammer duel. I think we all deserve to see this go down. <laughs> <laughs> and his hammer a code word for a penis. Did he hit him with the penis? Were they each holding each other's hammer? Is that what we're uh is that the code words we're using here? <laughs> it's crazy how successful they are, though, man. Like, our parents 100% believe that some right-wing terrorist tried to kill Nancy Pelosi. And when you bring up January 6th with our parents, they just cannot. You know what, you know what blows my mind about January 6th with our parents? They can't even understand how small the group is that they're in. You know what I mean? Like, I try to explain that I'm like, it's not just me that doesn't care about January 6th. It's most people don't care about January 6th. Yeah. Nobody does. You know? I would say nobody cares about... No, you got 30%. I'll give you 30%, maybe. (laughs) Well, I would say... uh, But you're in the minority (laughs) of who cares. Mike, you know, I'll never forget that day, January 6th. Uh, The sun was shining. They were just spraying the chemtrails in the sky that morning. Um, it was beautiful out. It was, uh, did I say it was sunny? I think it was cloudy, now that I think about it. No, you know what, Mike? Uh, I really don't remember January 6th, 2001. Yeah, no. <laughs> At all. I have no idea what I was doing. I don't remember any images. <laughs> I, don't, I, I remember nothing. Nothing, man. This is just ridiculous shit. That's fake, man. Nobody cares. There's that small group that cares. But that's what bothers me is that you can't even get them to see that you're such a minority on that. You know? And, and I know you don't think you are because you're watching mainstream media. Yeah, but that's 5 million people. The other 325 million are watching something else. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or nothing at all. Maybe everyone's just tuned out, man. Yeah, that's what it is. And they're making their own opinions. And when you really look at it objectively, you're like, well, I care no more about Jan 6 than I do about the BLM riots. And honestly, I've, I'm <laughs> over that now. 
I'm just over all of that year, you know? And, and oh man, I was even kind of thinking maybe people are just completely checked out and tuned out. Maybe COVID burned everyone up. And No, Trump did. Their obsession with Trump. You guys burned everybody out with this politic and this bipartisan bullshit, you know? Yeah, both sides, though. What if, what if the huge problem heading into this election and 2024 20, is they're worried no one's going to show up? No, nah, people are going to show up. <laughs> no matter what, somebody's going to show up, you know? I'm not saying nobody shows up, but I mean comparative to previous years. Not, you know, we're voting for our lives, for the fate of the earth. And what if we have historically low turnout numbers across the board because people just aren't even watching? They tuned out. They just don't fucking care. They're living their lives. Yeah. They just said, fuck you. I'm not even, not even in. Well, that's why they keep doing the fears, because that's what turns out the votes. You'd be surprised how few people in our country actually vote. It's pretty crazy, actually. Especially, it's a very low percentage, especially, especially midterms. In midterms, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you know, and these pundits and Mike, frankly, you and I, I mean, we live in kind of a... Except, except, in, 20, except in 2020. That was like 90% of our population voted on that one. I don't know how that happened. As soon as they saw Trump had 70 million, they just... <laughs> the rest of the population voted. <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning and try and, uh, a lot of mail-in ballots, uh, mail-in ballots floating around out there, Mike. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. Uh, the amount of votes that got cast in 2020 alone should just raise a little suspicion. A little you know? bit, man. But a lot of people are still Sorry. home, locked down, right? No, of, that's what know. I'm saying. I'm gonna give it to you, but just a little. Can I get a little bit? Suspicion, you know, there's a little Mike. What do you can mean? We, You're talking could we the- say, could we go as far? I uh, listen, listen, I'm not trying. Can we just say 99% fair and safe election? Do we have to say 100? Oh, I think a lot of fuckery went on with the election, but that's always been my belief, person. But it scares me that you won't even let me say 99%. You know, it's like, nope, it's 100% or nothing. You know what I mean? It's, Wait, it's what 100%. Do you, what do you mean, 99%? Like, they won't even admit that there might be a little bit of fuckery, you know? I had this discussion with moms. Again, it's like, you have no, you have no problem doubting 2016, right? And <laughs> it's so bad now, you don't even have a problem with me questioning 2024. <laughs> but 2020? That was 100% the safest? How could you possibly say that with a straight face? Not, <laughs> that's why I'm saying, do you have to say 100%? No, that's... Just like, remember the vaccine was 100% safe and effective? 100%. And I told you at that time, that's what scares me the most. Yeah. I would, I might take the vaccine if you tell me it's 84, right? Because I could believe the 84. I would. When you tell me 100, (laughs) now I don't know if it's 100 or or, or 3. Right. You know? Yeah. Nah. Well, well, you know. Not much of a numbers guy, so that's why I'm a certified idiot, Mike. That's what. That's why I'm a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's like you can't say it's a hundred percent safe. You can't say the election was not a hundred percent. And I'm saying if I'm even willing to give you ninety nine, but you're not willing to come down to ninety nine, that means you're hiding something. Well, there's right. always fuckery in all elections, and I'm a huge believer that the World Economic Forum is behind a lot of the, you know, 
uh, let's say, shenanigans that you see happening to, in order to get their uh, specific clowns involved in their giant circus, which is what? The uh, digital currency passport system they all want us involved with. And they just accomplished a major move on their part, Mike. I know you were following it, but the election in Brazil finally swayed in favor of the Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum team. You will eat the bugs. Uh, (laughs) They got a victory here. Uh, Let's uh, slip into a little clip and chat about it when we get back on the other side or get through 10 seconds and uh, figure it out. <laughs> we turned to Brazil tonight into a major shakeup. Some have called him the President oh, Trump of South America. Tonight, voters in that country ousting their conservative, outspoken leader, President Bolsonaro. But they have not heard from him yet. ABC's Matt Rivers in Brazil tonight. Tonight, a stunning defeat for Brazil's conservative leader, Jair Bolsonaro widely called the Trump of the Tropics. Leftist former president Luis Inacio Lula da Silva edging out the incumbent after just one term, now faced with (laughs) uniting this heavily divided country and an the chicken Italy's the Mussolini of the, the modern. This guy's the Trump of South America. These people, they need better references, honestly. Yeah. Economy Hire the dude, man. with rising debt. Tonight, Bolsonaro's supporters igniting this fiery blockade, many questioning the election's legitimacy. Fraud, 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 fraud. Election officials insist the vote should be trusted. So far, Bolsonaro not conceding or commenting on the results. The Silva supporters encouraged by his pledge to end the deforestation of the Amazon, which surged under his predecessor. The Amazon rainforest, one of the biggest climate concerns of the world. Always I think this is something really important. I think this can be a huge problem for us in the future. But he is facing distrust among some voters after being imprisoned in 2018 for corruption. Those convictions were later overturned. All right. <coughs> so that's what's going you the, down. You see the riot? Yeah. You see the, the riots going on? They are happening right now, I believe. <laughs> People are saying it's rigged. Did you see yep, the crowds? Right. Dude, they're having the same problem we're having here. Bolsonaro was attracting giant crowds. They were filling stadiums. They were pouring out into streets. You yeah, know? for sure. No, it doesn't make sense that when the other guy wins, it means you cheated. <laughs> Especially by one. It's like within a percent. Like Biden got 81 million votes. Come on, man. I, just, I don't think 81 people million 81 million people know who Camel is. I'm just saying I think both <coughs> teams cheated and Trump's side was like, "Oh, we got him at 80." And Biden's side's like, it, it's like Bond, <coughs> it's fucking Maguire versus Sosa now. Love, and they're both juicing. They're both fucking juicing <coughs> the fucking polls and and you know, and the votes. I love and, the idea of Donald sitting there. He's like, Push it up to 71. Yeah. They can never beat it. <laughs> They'll never, They'll get never 71. be able to beat it. Yeah. Biden comes in with 84 million. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even possible. Like, what is going on here? Did Puerto Rico vote? Like, That's what right, is going dude. on? So, you know what's going to happen? Trump's going to come back with a Barry Bond style comeback. He's going to come back with like 94 million. Jack <laughs> Hundred and six million, baby. He's gonna get one hundred eighty-four million. Just not even fathom- fathomable. 
Bonds, the Barry Bonds steroid comeback of the century. It's going to be opposite, though. He's going to come back super Adderall. So he's going to be skinny and just running around on the stage the whole time. When they look back on this era, they'll be like, okay, we were juicing everything back then, all right? We regret our time. We're going to put an asterisk on that era. But, you know. <laughs> President, President 45 and 7 will have an asterisk. <laughs> Those, those poles were juiced, baby. <laughs> you're, you're still in the hall. But you get an asterisk. Both of you, Biden and Trump. You guys all get portraits in the hall, but, you, you know, there's an asterisk there, and uh, we get to tell everybody, well, there's a caveat here. They get smaller pictures, you know what I mean? They all get the... A little bit smaller. Yeah, slightly smaller size pictures. <laughs> Their wax statues, just the head. You don't get the whole body. Save that for a guy like Carter. You know? Deserves it. Oh, man. I love this idea. We've lived through the juiced era of politics. We of get, politics. Let's end it. Let's cap it off with a Barry Bonds and call it quits. Say, say everybody wins and loses, but... <laughs> I mean, Obama had to be juice too. Yeah, I guess. I guess the Barry Bonds would maybe be DeSantis, right? Bring in DeSantis, and he gets like a hundred oh, something thousand. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the Barry Bonds. There yeah. it is. Yeah, he's the. <laughs> he's gonna get the hundred fifty mil. Knock it out of the park. Most <laughs> people don't talk about with Barry Bonds is he didn't hit home runs. He hit him out of the park. Oh, he yeah, he destroyed balls. Like, <laughs> destroyed him. Um, uh, so genius. all all jokes aside, I can't believe we talk about like a serious like uh, world takeover of a country. Essentially, they like stole election. And we're like Barry Bonds juicing Barry baseballs. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Well, um, a stealing election is just no it's Tuesday. I do. Th- I think this was a uh, one of them. You know, we meddled in there and. I do believe Absolutely, this is the Klaus dude. Schwab, whatever world, you know, not even that. It's probably the Rothschild whole super thing. Let me ask you this. If Trump were president, you think Bolsonaro would have won? You know, probably. Yeah, yes. actually, I do. Yeah. That tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. Right. Well, I, yeah. I, keep, I don't think people understand when you have a two-party system. I keep trying to get this through, like. With a two-party system, you only have one goal, and that's to demolish the other system, the other party. Total dominance. And what is one party rule of the whole country? Well, it's right? not good. Stuff. <laughs> no, it's that's that's how you end up with the fascist. You know, that's you end up being Russia. You get some totalitarianism right? going on there. Um, it's definitely generally not good for the you know the lower level any, public. <laughs> you don't want either party to win. You no, know. no, this is very true. I think I said it today, but dude, I said it today because, yeah, right now we're great. America's stronger than it's ever been. And the reason I can say that is because for 245 years, we've had two parties battling it out for control, right? Pushing yeah. back and forth. It's been a game of tug of war. And the last two elections have come down to about 50-50. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So after all that push and shove, we're still 50-50, which means we're fine. 
Oh, it's yeah. when you start getting the scariest thing. Like I don't think these Democrats, especially Democrats, I don't think they realize it. If your party takes 80, 90 percent, that's that's so much scarier than the like, even me, I'm voting Republican. But Republicans taking 90 percent is scarier than Democrats having 60. This is very true, actually, especially right? lately. Democrats used to be maybe a little bit more, I don't know, moderate, but they're freaking me out now. And so, yeah, I would say that imbalance is. But the I don't want either party to have ninety percent. No, I don't want. That's, I don't that's like... just that's disastrous because that's when they start taking over the media. That's when they start now controlling the information you're getting. You know, and it makes it impossible for them to lose power. Oh. That's when you end up with ninety six percent vote going to, you know, Putin. I don't know, media, we have some sort of, look, maybe both parties are the same party already. Maybe we do have one party, and we're being fooled, you know? We're just seeing the puppets on the stage, right? And maybe the hand controlling those puppets is the same hand that's controlling the media on the other side. So the whole thing could be just a fucking scam. We're the ones being scammed, man. Doesn't matter who we vote in. Kind of seems like shit's almost the same, except for one time, for a little blip there. About four years, kind of seemed like things were a little bit different than they were, you know, before yeah. and after. You're talking about Obama's first term? I'm just kidding. About hope and change? <laughs> the hope and change? Yeah, that's right. Hope and change, man. Did you see Obama's campaigning and he still has the fucking t- text hope to no, donate? No, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's still rocking the hope and change, man. These people have no fucking... You need to get some young blood in there to, like, change up the game, you know? I mean, look at the rest. Obama's pretty young, dude. Do you see what they got going on up at the top? Good call. He is the young guns, huh? Yeah. And he and he's using a slogan from eight years ago. And, oh, yeah. God, are in trouble. Uh, <laughs> seriously, dude. Hope change from, like, eight years ago? Dude. <laughs> You guys fucked up then. If you're still talking about it, no. <laughs> Nothing changed and everybody lost hope. That yeah, was... that's right. <laughs> don't, don't look at the economy. Remember the hope? <clears throat> oh, man. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Obama looks like a goofball. It, it just seems like um, whatever he seeded four or six years ago or throughout his presidency has kind of turned into this just nasty vitriol and people are just mean, especially on the left, but there is divisions between parties, but on the media scale, I would say on an everyday scale, people are pretty much unified on the fact that we're all getting fucked by these guys. Oh yeah. Everybody. Yeah. People don't have a problem living with each other. It's just the pot, you know, it's, well, it's the inflation, it's the poverty, it's the, yeah. it's the fact that we're pretty soon going to be, what, out of jobs, I imagine, right? I think that's what everybody's more worried about that, because well, everybody sees the recession coming. That's right. And that, that means job losses. Yeah. They, they, they literally have to force job losses to bring down the inflation. So it's got to happen. Yeah.
hey, look, there's all these mysterious, freaky deaky creatures behind the scenes, like I was uh, kind of alluding to, you know, uh, earlier, and uh, they're the ones in charge of all this stuff. I think they're the, the ones that make these economies go up and down, and they perpetrate these wars and all this nonsense, right? And it's, you know, they make money either way, right? When things go down, they make money, and when it goes up, they make money. That's how it and we're the ones who lose. I think the common folk are, are the ones who lose lives, land, resources. But uh, in the end, Mike, we have one person to speak, speak the truth for us, and that's, uh, I can't believe I'm saying it, Kyrie Irving. He's a... <laughs> wow, yeah. Did you see him? Modern dude? prophet. I'm just kidding. man I'm just modern kidding. day hero dude uh, you know I've never even seen him play basketball but I, I've seen this guy <laughs> he's an incredibly talented basketball player uh, yeah uh, yeah I mean he he's being destroyed right now as an anti-semite it seemed that seems to be the hot uh title to throw at why is he an anti-semite well now it's him and Kanye they're on the same uh side how, how is he an anti-semite though he I, I believe it's anti-Semite. And maybe I'm wrong about that one. He got hit up for anti-Semitism, and that's why he was in huge trouble. And then while that was going on, it was because he posted something. Uh, probably posted Kanye. He, he posted, maybe it was about Kanye, or it was a link to something, or a video. It was a link to a video, something like that. And then he posted later on, apparently, something to referencing to uh, Alex Jones. Yeah, which is something you and I shared between each other, uh, clip wise. This is kind of floating around, uh, but Kanye got asked about it at a recent press conference, and I really enjoyed his response, Mike. Oh, it's gold. Yeah, beautiful. This is, this is good stuff. We've played some Kyrie before. Back during the vaccine days, the mandates. Yeah, him and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I like to think these guys probably hang out and smoke some doobies once in a while and uh, talk. Whatever life. happened to the man? Nobody wants to talk about this guy being allowed in every stadium now. Exactly. No, nobody's talking about that now. No, it doesn't matter. No, we don't want to talk about it, Mike. We want to forget about it. Did you see that Atlantic uh, thing that uh, the cover from the Atlantic? Or was an article was floating around was how we need to uh, let kind of bygones be bygones? Essentially. Oh know? my god, like, dude! What? Oh wow! Oh, I told you they were gonna do that shit two years ago. Oh, I told you they were gonna. Boiled, shit. boiled my blood. Yeah. Woo. Thank God. You we were just following the science. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, it's just. No, but that, my, the best thing, the best thing Pfizer ever did was admit they never tested it for the spread, right? Because I still have people today who are like, we were following the data. And I go, nope, no, 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 no. There was no data to follow. <laughs> I told you back then there was no data to follow. And you said you were listening to the science who were following the real data. It turns out there was no data. Yeah, they lied. There was no data to follow. Zero. So, zero data. It did not exist. No studies were even done back then. So. And you, you and the media tried to destroy people like Kyrie Irving. Like Kyrie Irving, yeah. <laughs> Yes. For saying he didn't want to put that shit in his body because, Mike, why? It wasn't tested. It wasn't tested. So who, who was right? This is a guy who has spent his whole life perfecting his body. People pay millions of dollars for what he could do with his body. 
you know what's crazy, Mike? He's you're right. It's about perfecting his body, but what kills them is that he spent that time as well uh, perfecting his mind and his critical thinking skills. Well, that's the worst thing you can and, do. And he they, probably looked. He probably did the same why, thing we looked around. And I, huh. I was looking around like, "Where's the? Show me something." Don't just tell me this doctor's an asshole and this doctor's right. Why is he right? Why is he the asshole? You know? Yeah, for sure. It's so frustrating. Anyone? And, and, and why is this guy the asshole, but he's willing to go on a podcast for three hours? This guy who I'm supposed to listen to can't leave CNN. <laughs> right? Well, for anyone out there who doesn't know what we're talking about or didn't uh, see the clip or hear... The uh, audio clip of it. Uh, here is Kyrie being asked about a tweet he made. This is so outrageous that he has <laughs> so to stupid. defend himself so, so much over this. So <laughs> we live in an outrageous society, but here we go. This is Kyrie. Uh, Always def- going after a black man for his tweets. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's Kyrie. Kyrie defending Alex Jones. No, I'm just uh, just himself. Essentially, this is great. And a black man tweet nowadays. This is great stuff. Here we go. Kyrie, while we're on the topic of promotion, why did you decide to promote something that Alex Jones said? That was a few weeks ago. I do not stand with Alex Jones' position, narrative, court case that he had with Sandy Hook, or any of the kids that felt like they had to relive trauma, or parents that had to relive trauma, or to be dismissive to all the lives that were lost during that uh, tragic event. My my post was a post from Alex Jones that he did in the early 90s or late 90s about secret societies in America of occults, and it's true. So yeah, I wasn't identifying with yeah. anything of being a campaigning a campaignist for Alex Jones or anything. I was just there to post, and it's funny, and it's actually hilarious because out of all the things I posted that day, that was the one post that everyone chose to chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. I'm not here to complain about it. I just exist. And to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it? Do you see me doing, do you see me in front of the putting it out there, people are going to say that you are Yeah, I put it out there just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not you put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my great, stuff is great. not filled with anti-Semitic Let's move on. Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing that. Another You're human free to post I can what, post whatever I want, so say what, that and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, but it's not me. Nothing. Yeah. There's no people that you're making you up, bro. Move on. But by posting move what on, you next question. Anybody you guys have any more questions? And they're gonna say, "You guys have any more questions?" Because this is gonna be a clip. This is gonna be a clip that he's gonna marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. (laughs) There's another answering your question. Oh my God! Let's make another Instagram (laughs) clip so we can be famous again. Next question. (laughs) Curry basketball related. (laughs) Yeah. God. Fantastic stuff. That's got to be so frustrating that you spend, you know, you dedicate your life to mastering this skill, right? Yeah. And then this dude, who I can tell you're fat just by your voice, is like, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, let me ask you about this tweet you put out to me. I'm going to become famous <laughs> off of your your clout. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure, dude. Like, go sure. fuck yourself, dude. Ask him about basketball, dude. Yeah. They need this the nba especially the nba media they thrive off any kind of drama and 
Kyrie is just great for that stuff because the guy just speaks his mind. <laughs> why don't you ask LeBron James why he doesn't like playing defense? Huh? <laughs> I'd rather know that than why this guy posted about Alex Jones. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm no major fucking fan of the NBA, but maybe I would be if you guys would focus more on why LeBron doesn't pay defense over <laughs> this guy posting Dallas Jones. So, right? That might be why it used to be fun to watch. Because <laughs> Michael Jordan played defense. That's right. We're exposing the NBA here. LeBron plays half the plays. Half the plays. <laughs> he's, he's, a fu- he's the fucking Randy Moss of the NBA. <laughs> Remember Randy Moss? Of course. The best receiver ever, unless the play wasn't to him. Yeah, yeah, it was good. The piece good. of shit. Yeah, it's resting. You know. Yeah. <laughs> In between plays. You had to run really fast. Yeah. Right? Ah. <laughs> uh. I, just, I feel bad for the guy that he has to answer that. Did you know you what catch I mean? And there? then, and then, this guy has this like totally intellectual, great exchange, right? For sure, yeah. And nobody gives him credit. In the meantime, LeBron's like, "Well, I heard the N word got used five times more. Ah, oh, this is scary. <laughs> this is very scary." And he gets fucking, "Oh my god, LeBron, the hero!" Like, what the fuck, dude? LeBron talked about the N-word usage in Twitter, and he's he's the king. <laughs> he saw he saw something trending on Twitter, and then he tweeted about it, and he uh, made headlines for it. And then Kyrie's Hero. like speaking his mind, and uh, that's the being, smartest thing I've ever heard a basketball player being say. Being true to himself, and they're just yes. trying to drag him through the mud and destroy his name. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up, man. <laughs> Like, I never watch him play, but I'm pretty sure he plays defense. So. <laughs> hey, hey, LeBron, maybe you're uh, maybe the other guys can't tweet as much because they're playing defense. <laughs> play defense instead of tweeting, asshole. Well, it's easy to tweet from that throne he sits on at the end of the bench over there. Oh, you know, he <laughs> can see the whole game. He sets his feet up on one of the other lower players oh, who never God. plays. You know. <laughs> Oh, no, no. <laughs> the rule should be whoever had the most rebounds in the previous quarter gets to kick LeBron off the throne and sit there for the next wow. quarter. Does that guy even get rebounds anymore? He has no defense. They Sorry. won finally, Mike. No, yes, did they? They have finally won a basketball game. Uh, even a dog's ass sees the sun once in a while. You know? <laughs> Yeah. That's right, LeBron. You thought we'd stop ripping on you? No. This is nope. day eight. We haven't stopped. We called each other in between shows just to talk shit about you. Believe it. <laughs> Look, the worst part, I mean, the best part is we knew you wouldn't disappoint. I knew you were going to be a piece of shit and you didn't disappoint. That's the funniest part. Man. Well,. So yeah, they won, and uh, Kyrie, they he's on the Nets. They're not very good. They just fired their head coach today. Actually, I saw it while really? I was out to lunch. Uh, that was uh, an interesting catch. Uh, and I don't know if you heard in the middle of that statement, Kyrie threw out like a uh, or the reporter asked him about being hit or his anti-Semitism. <laughs> yeah, he kept saying it. He kept trying to say it. Why? 
I've noticed a huge focus on this. <clears throat> do you notice, like, every year we, like, cycle through I do gotta say people? something about this whole, like, black Israelites were the original Jew, like, all that. Like, okay. Yes, that's Kanye, what... Kanye, okay. Kanye, you and Ben Shapiro are up at the pearly gates. <laughs> Who do you think God's choosing? <laughs> Who lived the holier-than-thou life? <laughs> it's like, it's a good question. I don't know if it's I It's not going to be the guy who's got kids with the fake-ass chick, who, you know? <laughs> I don't know. You never know. You never know. Dude, the funniest works. part about the Kanye Lex Friedman is when uh, Kanye, like, tries to brag about fucking a lot of chicks, or, like, every time he tries to, like, do it, it's just, it never lands with a guy like Lex Friedman, because he doesn't care. Yeah, not impressed. Not impressed at all. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? For sure. It's so funny because Kanye does this whole thing about, like, he goes on this thing about how he fucks, he fucks girls on par with Brad Pitt and Leo. Right. And, like, yeah. after he's done ranting, <laughs> Lex Friedman just goes, are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's uh... And it... it the silence is yeah, uh, yeah. I can't imagine that one. Because <laughs> you just you know you're bragging about fucking the most beautiful chicks. And, you know that he just are you happy? I mean that should be a quick yes, right? But the silence. Well, anyone who brags about using anything or materialism, right? Dude, they're never they never end on a yeah. I'm very happy. That's not how that works. You know. Yeah, the people that brag the least, I guess, are the ones that are the happiest. I don't think anyone on a reality TV show could possibly be happy. <laughs> no. No. Even if you appear on one, if you're in a like a friendship or a relationship with someone who's on one and you end up on it for like, you know what I mean? Like between commercial breaks or you know some sort of weird like a mini spot, like that's horrible. You, your life is ho- over. Right? Reality TV's the worst. The Kanye lived be. He lives like a reality TV lifestyle, so that's, I don't even uh, think about that. Yeah, and he like literally was on reality TV. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm assuming he was on that weirdo show that those uh, Kardashian I you knew witches. For sure, I, I was banking on you to know that. <clears throat> I would assume. I think he had. <laughs> I think he had made a couple appearances. Uh, you know, Kanye was a weird guy with that stuff. You know, <laughs> maybe they just cut out all the parts where he talked about Jews, and he ended up never being in the show. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, oh, wow. Great call, dude. I never even put that together. They were just editing out. There's probably a cutting room floor of incredible racist stuff Kanye said over the last seven years. We got four hours of Kanye, but we cut out all the parts where he's talking about Jews, and we have three seconds of him waving. <laughs> That's what I'm pretty sure, like, they hyped up Kanye, it was in the commercials, and then they showed him, and like what they showed in the commercial was Kanye, and that was it. That was like the <laughs> it was clip of Kanye. It was Kanye, stock yeah. feed from a, from a concert. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him getting in a limo. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> it's like when, when South Park did Muhammad, you just see the hand. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more of the movie Bowfinger. Where they, uh, you know, it's with Steve Martin. That is one and, of the funniest, uh, Murphy, underrated movie, you know, dude. Such they, an underrated movie. You know, they filmed the movie without Eddie Murphy knowing, knowing he's in it. You know, <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Such a great film. 
that's so good. And then he goes crazy. That is so good, dude. Yeah, yeah they just bow-fingered Kanye into the Kardashian series over the last and few years. And it's actually his brother? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. He goes by G. <laughs> Yeah, man, Xi West Jingpeng. Yeah, for sure, dude. I know that guy. <laughs> I'm Yay. This is Jay. Jay, dude. <laughs> X X A or X E. It could be Kanye and Kanye, right? And then he goes by oh, Jay. Oh yeah. Jay. Yeah, Jay would be cool. I'm sure Ye has some brothers. I'm, I think. Came from a no, but Jay's family. like it would be too easy to read. You need something that really confuses people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like an, an XE would just people like white people would just jump off oh, the balcony. I see where you're headed yeah. at, Jay. Actually, see you. You think in the in the uh, millennial uh, AOC AO checks? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like 4D uh, chess. That's beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> Jay. Oh, that's genius. Oh, my God.